Welcome back to New York Wedding Jam, the podcast for modern couples. I'm Martine Dardenyak. And I'm Jason Alisea. Jason, how's it going this week? Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm starting off every episode talking about my son because he is like what's what's so, so busy uh, with his games and, and game schedule and practice schedule. But uh, so I've... I'm becoming a connoisseur of volleyball. I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I'm learning a lot about volleyball. I never knew a lot of things that I thought I knew about volleyball. <laughs> you know, it, it seems like such a simple game on the front end. So it, it almost feels like what else is there to know? <clears throat> but I feel like that would be really interesting just trying to getting that digest from your son as he's on the team and, and practicing too. Does he have a lot of games? Like how many, like what's the schedule look like? It's crazy. It's it's almost like he's a professional volleyball player. He's got like three games a week, and then if 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 they missed it, there's there's no. Well, we missed it. No, they make it up. They make it up, and thankfully the games are during the week. So, um, you know, I don't. I make most of them. Maybe two out of three. Sometimes three out of three. But it's definitely fun. Very cool. How's been your week? Ah, it's not bad. Can't complain. I am. Just trying to <laughs> reorganize myself from my trip that we talked about earlier. And sometimes like the, the, the jet lag was worse than I thought it was because I came back and I thought it was fine. And then I was falling asleep at like six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. But we're finally really, really like getting to the point that I'm I'm kind of over it at this point, which is good. I do miss the massages. The daily massages were nice. Oh my goodness. That is one of my favorite things to uh, Same. to enjoy Same. is massages. And I had a friend, a friend from work go to uh, Thailand with her husband. And that's, that's what she said too. And I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those things like importance of, planning and and figuring out the things that you like on that and that's kind of you know what we're going to get into today on the vendor side of of wedding planning what that might look like when we are booking vendors and how like how to do that and the importance of making sure your team is a good team and that you get what you're looking for so feel like we're going to get into that today jason what do you think um really honestly i'd rather just talk about massages because uh <laughs> could use one you could use one right now. i could use one right now me? yeah that's i could use one right now and a nap but okay let's talk and about vendors booking I, vendors i i could use a nap i really could <laughs> but i'm enjoying talking to you too jason so i hope I hope we can pull this nap off for just a little bit longer, but that is definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so booking vendors. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a recommendation for who should be booked first or like, let's talk about the order, right? I mean, there has to be an order. There is an order. There is an order and legitimately my two cents is that you should hire a planner first. I know that's going to sound like, eh, of course Martine's going to say that, but I really do feel that it will save you money if you do it and you will get guidance going into this big purchase, probably the most money you're ever going to spend on a single thing other than like buying a home in your life. 
per day. And then if you're going to do it, like making sure that you have a plan to do it properly and that it makes sense to go in that direction for, for your wedding. And I have seen couples who come to me after they've booked a venue and I probably would have told them to do something different, right? Because there are sometimes things that you don't know or because you're not sure what an overall budget would look like, you know, hiring a planner first and discussing the the nitty gritty and the processes makes a lot of sense. So personally, that would be my first go-to for anybody who's trying to make it the most efficient and cost-effective process. You know, I on my business uh, Instagram, I, I recently made a post about planners. I think you saw it. Yeah. And that post was inspired by a couple that I was talking to. Uh, they were my clients. And we were just nearing the date of the wedding and talking about the venue. And then I was sharing my experiences about other venues and uh, things that other venues do. And they were like, wow. I didn't know other venues. I didn't know anyone did that. And and I thought to myself, wow, like if these people had a planner, they and the place they booked was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Um, It was very nice. But there were certain things. What, what, What I noticed about this couple was they did not have information. And I think. So, you know, in a world of information technology today where so much is available, like the real estate market was interrupted by the Internet and so many other industries have been interrupted by the Internet because the client, the customer can access information on their own. Um, This is the one this is one of the few that the client really can't get. They think they can get information and have insider information and, and make the best decisions. But. But really, it does require someone who's in the field constantly to give them their the options and really let them choose and kind of customize depending on what kind of day they want and how many people they want and what type of food and if the place allows outside vendors or not. Uh, so there's just so much benefit to hiring a planner first, even before you book your vendor, uh, because that person just can find you, you know, they can introduce you to venues just in terms of, and that's just one vendor, but they can just, which is going to take up the most of your budget, right? But they can introduce you to a, to so many venues that you didn't even know existed and have services that you didn't even know were available to you. So. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that, What I hear most often from couples who've come to me either before their venue search or after is that finding the venue is the hardest part for most people. Some people just give up, right? So they'll call me when they get frustrated enough in in their search process and they're like, we're done with this and I I don't know where to look at any anymore and I don't want to do this anymore. And then I get called. And they're like, do you do it <laughs> because we're done, which is fine, right? I'm here to help. And I want to make sure that that's a, that's a possibility. Or if they, they book something, they kind of just pick something to pick something in some cases, just because they were tired or it seemed okay. Right. I, I would say that most people end up at least relatively happy with their venue. You know, it seemed okay for whatever they were doing, but they didn't know about 
other potential options that might have been more favorable to them for a variety of reasons, whether it's the layout or the services of the venue or the cost or options that they're given. There are a lot of other things that because I've been doing this and because I have access to that information, I'm always looking out for the couple's best interest to make sure that they ultimately are getting what they want. So if you start with the planner, it makes life a little bit easier for you on the rest of the run. But after booking the planner, you definitely want to go ahead and, and book the venue. So that's always my first step if the client comes to me with no venue in mind, is we got to get the venue booked because the venue will dictate your budget. Ultimately, it will dictate your location, season, date, time, and every other vendor is going to need that information from you before you can really get them booked. So the next step in that line is really just making sure that you've got the the venue booked after after booking the planner. Right. And I mean, uh, that's where everything starts because that's where people are going to show up, right? And that's where all your other vendors have to have availability also, but um, it starts it starts with the planner, then the venue, and what do you recommend the next uh, category of vendor that a couple looks at after uh, after the venue? Your documentary team, so photo and video. You can only photographers are only going to be able to book one client a day. Videographers are only going to be able to book one client a day, and so. It's a, it's a really important part of it that I think should be the next, next in line. Now, having said that, there is some room for preference where, for example, if the entertainment, the music or the band is real, you know, DJ or band is really important to you, you may want to do that next in line. But the point is to book those people who only have the option for one event a day before you book anybody else. So what's an example of someone who is not, like if you said, oh, book vendors who are one event per day. What's an example of a vendor that doesn't have a one event per day situation? Yeah, so the florists can do multiple events in a day because it's Mm. typically just a drop off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cake vendors can drop off a cake, you know, cake or desserts can drop off at multiple times. Even hair and makeup, depending on the size of your party, if you if you're going to do that, hair and makeup vendors can can take more than one event a day, if depending on the size of the party and the number of people who need to show up. So a lot of other a lighting vendor can, you know what I mean? Like basically every other vendor besides your entertainment and your documentary team, the planner and your venue, like. Even the venues sometimes have multiple events that they can book on a day. But again, space-wise, they have to have that available and you need that date and everything else first. So in that order, I would say, like, or not in that order, but you're planning your venue, photo, video, and entertainment, whether that be DJ or band, those definitely, definitely have to be top of the list before anybody else. Because... If you miss them, you miss them, right? If they're not available, you're going to have to pick somebody else. And so you want to make sure that you're leaving the option open to get the vendors that you want booked. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly, you know, when I, when I get calls from potential clients or prospects, uh, leads as we call them, I, I certainly, you know, I'm, I'm looking at their venue and I'm looking at their day uh, and 
I know that um, for some reason, there are certain days of the year, and I know this happens sometimes Every in the year. fall. Like, yeah. I think this year is October 28th or, or something like that, where uh, uh, there are a lot of people asking for that date. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it, if... If you are interested in hiring a photographer or videographer or someone who's a one-day event uh, or one-event-per-day type of vendor, you definitely want to try to get a hold of that person as early as possible uh, when you're ready to book. Is that right, Martine? 100%. And I think we're going to key in on that when you're ready to book piece of it. Most importantly, as you're booking your vendor's I always tell people it's not worth it to look at the at, at a vendor that you might want to book if you're not ready to, to book them because they may not be available when you are ready. And so it's most important to just go ahead and, and start looking and doing your research and homework. I'm not saying you not to do your homework on maybe styles you like or things that you like, but when you're looking for actual conversations or meetings with vendors, those should be happening Essentially, when you get off the phone, if you're ready, just go ahead and book them right away so that you don't miss out on the potential of working with them. Yeah, I definitely have had uh, not many, but a few couples come back to me and say, are you still available on this date? Uh, And they've let like a couple of months pass by. And, you know, I there's nothing I can do. Right. I know there are some, you know, there are some documentarians that will hire associate teams and people other than themselves to film or photograph your wedding. Uh, but if there's, you know, if there's a relationship or if there's, a, you know, the personality of the person that you are interested in having physically present at your wedding uh, and you're the type of uh, client or, or couple that really wants to connect with your vendor, with your photographer or videographer who will be spending eight to 10 hours at your side on the day of your wedding, you want it to be someone who you get along with, someone whose personality you understand and they kind of compliment yours uh, and that's the person you want. Uh, you don't want to let that that initial consultation meeting pass and then let weeks or months pass by before reaching back out to them because there's a decent chance that somebody else has also met with them and said, man, I really like this guy or I really like this girl and uh, right. I'd like to, uh, to take them. And vendors are first come, first serve, right? And so uh, we're not waiting around hoping that you get back to us in two to three months. And maybe you luck out and the vendor that you really wanted is still available. And maybe, you know, you just didn't have the money at the time to book them, but that's why I'm saying just don't 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 set yourself up for disappointment by going ahead and, and trying to, to meet with vendors before you're actually ready to 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 sit down, have a conversation and send in a deposit because most of the vendors that you would like to book are going to require one. So be ready, I guess, is, is point one. And then also just making sure that you're not wasting your time looking at things that may not actually be a possibility because you weren't ready. Right. And this is another reason to have a planner. A planner can help you figure out what percentage of your budget should you be spending on a photographer, on a videographer, on a DJ, on a band, on a cake, and all of these different categories. 
and they're going to help you understand where your you know where your own priorities lie. Uh, maybe you really value the video, and you're going to blow your budget. I like the sound of that <laughs> on video. I, I, and I and I and I've had couples be there, right? Like yeah. I've had couples where, you know, when we talk about it, I talk about their priorities first and foremost. I actually give everybody homework. Our first meeting, I send you back, and I'm like, if you don't have it ready, I need to know what those priorities are before we can go any further because it helps me orient not just what's important to you, but making sure that we're getting all of that in order as we book vendors. So we've got to have a conversation about, again, these people are going to be following you around for eight to 10 hours. You don't want somebody you don't like, right? You don't want somebody that you just pick just to pick them because ultimately that's going to, it's going to make your day way worse if that's what's happening. So you want somebody who you click with personality wise and that you trust to, to take care of your day. You're going to have that meeting. You're going to go ahead and, and book those those one-day vendors right off the bat, and then you make your life a little bit easier. You know, talking about priorities, um, I, I remember I, I worked a wedding. Uh, I wasn't the lead videographer. I was the second videographer. Uh, but this couple put so much value on their entertainment yeah. And so they hired multiple entertainment vendors. There were dancers on stilts. There was a live band. There was, yep. in, in addition, a DJ. Then there yep. was a fire guy. And then there was a viol- like an electric violin. I'd never seen an electric violin before, uh, oh. but, they, but they have them. And this was like... It was like a talent show or some type of like uh, America's Got Talent show. Uh, of all these crazy performers doing all these things, entertaining the guests. And, you know, from a video perspective, it was awesome to uh, video all that stuff and film all that stuff along with the, the photo team. But certainly uh, I could get the sense just from the team that I was working with and, and also my interactions with the couple that they really valued probably more than anything I mean, uh, aside from their <laughs> reciting their vows to one another, but in terms of the party, it was for them. It was all entertainment, and so maybe that's you, right? Right. Well, and I mean, I think everybody comes into it with a value prop of the vendors that they think are most important, right? There are some people who are going to value the entertainment, the photo, video, the location, the planning. Whatever it is that's most important to you that you're getting right off the top of the of the list should probably be the thing that you're looking at as early in the process as possible just so that you can get that vendor booked. And everybody has a different one, right? So, you know, conversely to your entertainment, you know, like, you know, multiple entertainers with live band and DJ and, and all these other things. Like I've had people who are not dancers, right? They're just really not into the music of it all. And so, yes, we're going to have music because, okay, but it's not like it has to be the the top priority, right? I've had people who, shame to say it, you know, I I don't think that, because I think the photo and video are the last things that you're going to have, but there's some people who don't, that's not the top of their priority list, right? I've had people who, uh, there are different vendors that it just, it's not, maybe the planning doesn't matter to them, right? Like, so a lot of the things that it really does depend on your value prop, but the point being that you want to book the vendors at the top of your list as soon as you possibly can. 
Yeah, so important. Well, Martin, this has been another great one. Um, I hope that you guys have uh, taken away a few tips from from us regarding some of the vendors and what order you should book them in and certainly what some of the priorities can be. And it's all up to you. It's your wedding. So uh, thanks for listening. And, oh, if you get a chance, why not review this podcast and certainly share it with people that you know are planning. Maybe you're planning. Maybe your sister is planning or getting ready to have their wedding. So definitely share the love. And if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on Instagram and also on TikTok, New York Wedding Jam. Thanks, Jason. And I hope you go enjoy that nap. Have a good one. Oh, yes. Bye. Bye.